Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. A presidential visit to Europe, a potential royal reckoning in Jamaica, and a shock retirement in tennis. It's Wednesday, March 23rd. Here's your News Fix. President Biden travels to Europe today for talks on the war in Ukraine. On Thursday, the day that marks a calendar month since the invasion began, there will be a NATO summit, and on Friday, Biden is expected to visit US troops in Poland. In light of that, Axios published a fascinating look at the number of US troops deployed across the continent. It also makes for a really interesting article with a lot of historical context. As I'm sure you know by now, we've linked to it in today's newsletter. It's honestly worth a read. And we should note here that tomorrow we will have a much more comprehensive update on the latest lines out of Ukraine, marking that first month since the invasion began. In Tuesday's other top lines, Alexei Navalny received a nine-year jail sentence after being found guilty of fraud in what many called a sham trial. Following the verdict, a tweet from Navalny's account said, quote, nine years. Well, as the characters of my favorite TV series, The Wire used to say, you only do two days. That's the day you go in and the day you come out. I even had a t-shirt with this slogan, but the prison authorities confiscated it, considering the print extremist. In another story, a judge has ruled to release Amanda Bynes from her nine-year conservatorship. The 35-year-old former actor was placed under the legal arrangement while undergoing psychiatric care and suffering, quote, drug and mental health problems. It's worth noting here that Amanda's mother was her conservator during this period, and according to The Guardian, the petition to end the arrangement was filed with support from her mother and psychiatrist. In a look at what's happening today, Rishi Sunak, the UK's Chancellor of the Exchequer, will present his spring statement in the House of Commons later. As BBC News noted, the decisions he announces at the dispatch box will affect the prices we pay and the pound in our pocket. We've included a link in today's newsletter to the most helpful article we've found on what all of this means. Also today, Julian Assange is expected to marry his long-term partner, Stella Morris, in England's Belmarsh prison later. It is not clear at this point whether or not any photos will be released. If they are, we'll make sure to include them in our Instagram account. In light of this news, for anyone who's ever wanted to know more about Julian Assange, you can read our recent in-depth piece, Julian Assange, the character behind the controversy. Now in some exciting and personal news for all of us here at Newsfix, as you may have seen, we have launched our new podcast series, The Bridge by Newsfix. These are basically podcast versions of some of our most successful in-depth pieces. They've been beautifully produced in the hopes you feel immersed in the story. We've launched with three episodes, 15 years on the death of Saddam Hussein, abortion in the US, the divided states of America, and residential schools, Canada's cultural genocide. They're all linked in the newsletter. Let us know what you think. Now back to our normal programming of news, in a royal roundup, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have begun their visit to Jamaica amid a number of protests, with many saying the royals have benefited from the blood, tears and sweat of slavery. Hashtag abolish the monarchy was even trending on Twitter on Tuesday. In terms of looking ahead at this visit, a Sky News report said Prince William is expected to acknowledge the issue of slavery in a speech on Wednesday night. Meanwhile, Prince Charles and Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, have started a four-day visit to the island of Ireland. The pair began the trip in Northern Ireland and will visit Watford and Tipperary in the Republic in the coming days. Now, the divided states of America. Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, has refused to recognize a trans woman's victory in what BBC News described as the highest US national college swimming title. DeSantis signed a proclamation ignoring Leah Thomas as the winner of the race and instead recognizing the first runner-up. Thomas began hormone therapy back in 2019. 
Now, the participation of Leah Thomas, who hasn't won every race, has sparked a polarizing debate in the US in recent months. A few weeks ago, we asked you guys on our Instagram account for your thoughts on the matter in general. More than three quarters of you, 76%, feel it is not discriminatory to exclude an athlete from a single sex sport because they are trans. A majority, 56%, believe the rules should be decided on a sport by sport basis. And a minority, 46%, believe when an athlete transitions should be taken into account. Also in the US, Oklahoma is one step closer to having the most restrictive abortion laws in the entire country. With a significant majority, Oklahoma's House voted in favor of banning all abortion unless necessary to save a pregnant woman's life. The bill will now move to the state Senate. It's worth noting here that like Texas and Idaho, the bill includes an incentive on ordinary citizens to take legal action against anyone who helped facilitate an abortion, a move which makes it very difficult to challenge the bill in court. In some stark statistics, according to Axios, after Texas imposed its six-week ban on abortion last September, Oklahoma saw a 2,500% rise in Texas patients seeking an abortion in their state in comparison to the year before. In terms of looking ahead on this story in general, abortion in the US is set to become a massive story this summer when the Supreme Court will issue its ruling on a highly consequential legal challenge from Mississippi. We wrote a piece about it before, but in the newsletter, we've included our newly released podcast explainer episode. Now game, set and match. The world's number one female tennis player, Ashley Barty, made the surprise announcement she was retiring from the game at 25. What was the reason? To chase other dreams. As Sky Sports News noted, Barty is the reigning Wimbledon and Australian Open champion. In a video uploaded to her Instagram account, Barty said winning Wimbledon changed her perspective. In the newsletter, we've included a link to the on-camera video explainer. Now, a few months ago, a new book alleging to have uncovered information about who could have betrayed and turned in Anne Frank's family to the Nazis made headlines around the world. The book suggested a Jewish person may have turned in the family in order to save his own. What's the latest on this? Well, Dutch publishers have recalled the book after a critical report raised questions about some of the book's findings. And lastly, today marks one year since the Ever Given cargo ship got stuck in the Suez Canal for seven days. As BBC News noted at the time, the Suez Canal is vital for global trade, saying, quote, about 12% of global trade, around 1 million barrels of oil, and roughly 8% of liquefied natural gas pass through the canal each day. That's today's fix. Have a great day.